We've had a bit of a break and we're back to recap all things brown and gold, from well overdue recognition of James Sicily to the launch of another AFLW Premiership campaign and plenty of trade whispers. There's plenty to get to, so let's get stuck in. Welcome to another jam-packed edition of the Hawk Talk podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me as always, the man with his finger on the pulse in the thick of the off-season. G'day, Tiz. Yeah, yeah, I had my finger on my own pulse over the weekend. Not oh, yeah. feeling too crash hot, but uh, we're back. That explains your absence then? Yes. Yeah, just for the listeners. Feeling a bit under the weather? I, I was travelling a fair bit and uh, Qantas managed to cancel a couple of flights on me. Mm-hmm. Made a call to complain yesterday. So that's what it was. Yeah, they bumped me to Virgin. <laughs> so I rang up and I said, look, where are my points and everything? And then lo and behold today, Alan Joyce, famous Hawthorne Premiership coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> righto. Got the ass. Well, there you go. It just shows what those points can buy you. <laughs> So keep on accruing those. Yeah, I'm getting better at being a Karen, I've got to say. <laughs> oh, God, what have we unleashed? doesn't come to me naturally, but... Uh... Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> You're getting a, bit, uh, getting a bit restless in the off-season, Well, I, I did think I'd have to go Karen again, like we did last year when James Sisley was nominated. But this time he did make yes. the All-Australian side. A good redemptive arc, I think, for all involved <laughs> with the selection panel. Do you think his last, like... 2022 was actually a better season. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, this is not to say that 2023 wasn't an absolute banger. It was incredible. It just, For, But 2022 was just like yeah, exceptional, uh, off a knee injury. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was better overall. But look, it's extremely commendable what he did. I mean, <laughs> through the, the annoying revelation that he wasn't going to get a jacket after that season, Mm. that he didn't get the nod. I really found myself thinking, well, if not that season, it's never going to happen. If not then, when? And the answer for me was never. No, I I was relieved. Let's just put it that way. There were a lot of calls for Hardwick to get a nom too, but that's just not going to happen if you're finishing in a bottom six side. No, I don't think so. He is great, but I don't think he was ever really in the equation. I mean, we did have three in the squad in the end. Bruce and Newcomb were the other yeah. two. Yeah. Which I think fair enough. I think well, Bruce is probably a bit stiff to miss out, but I understand. Do you? I think they yeah. could have given him the nod. It's a fantastic season in a in a it's, it's a bit like Larky in a team that was strangled by opposition sides. Oh, he kept I, scoring. I agree. I agree. I mean, who would he take the place of? Probably Cameron. Who? Charlie Cameron. Oh, Charlie Cameron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has a paddock to work with every week. Yeah, he does. Yep. Now, fantastic by those three, and James Sicily finally getting the nod was was fantastic to see. Anyway, you don't see Charlie come come this week, do you? He's pretty pretty lax in finals. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> he's bound to bob up. Remember Jure's uh, game on him? That god, that was good. It was good. To the watch. the dogs, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but Jure, you know, he just made him look second rate. That was an incredible performance by him. That's a three-time premiership star? No, two-time. Two. So, two. It's so easy to get confused, isn't it? It's never, so easy to lose track. Remember when he just... 
He just belted Macron into submission that day. He just <laughs> sorry, Lucra. I was going to say <laughs> Macra. <laughs> Ooh ah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I'm doing well today. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm on the weekend. I was sort of thinking, oh, good, we've got a representative in finals. Oh, I should say that uh, Newcomb and Day made the best twenty-two under twenty-two. That's right. Yep, that was very good. Congratulations to them. Well earned, I think. Yeah. Not and bad, considering you remember where we started the season. They got rid of Tom Mitchell. They got rid of Jager O'Meara. What's going to happen to Hawthorne's midfield? Well, the proof is right here what happened with it. Yeah, and they're, they're a couple of the untouchables, aren't they? Well, they are. Yeah. When we get to the list management section. Yes, well, we've got questions about that later, but I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. But staying with the youth, we saw it on show... As you alluded to in the VFL uh, qualifying final. Did we? Did we see it on show? Well, yeah. It was maybe. fleeting. Yeah, I'm being a bit generous. It wasn't a great game by Box Hill. A couple of guys had their... They were down in the mouth and... Yeah. didn't help that we didn't have O'Sullivan and Bennett's, who's been very good for Box Hill. Both of those guys were big late outs for us. I would have loved them to have been in the lineup. We We did actually miss them. But where be every bit as flash as I made them out to be? You, you didn't oh, seem convinced. Bloody commentary. No. Oh, right. <laughs> commentary, yeah. Bloody hell, I thought they'd lifted the cup by the end of the game. <laughs> they were obsessed. N- not not even trying to be lightheartedly unbiased. Yeah. It was, uh, anyway, they, they weren't good enough, uh, Box Hill, on the weekend. They, uh, I mean, Cozzy was excellent. I thought he was yeah, one he of the best well. out there. Mm-hmm. He's certainly concerted efforts all day. Bramble was sticking his hands up, yep. even though he had a couple of um, early turnovers that didn't look he, too he flash. Did. He looked very he, shaky. But he really... Put the effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered about Green. Did it look like he got some bad news midweek? That's, That's what, what I said to you on the, exactly. on the text. Because he's text so through. down in the mouth. Yeah, it's funny. As soon as you said that, he kicked a goal. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's just keep on going with that then. We'll be in front before we know it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It was, for the most part, pretty underwhelming from Box Hill. Like, our midfield contingent was very well held. And that was interesting because we were winning clearances, but the impact around the ground yeah. and the accumulation was not... If they you... let us have the ball and then they won it back. They yeah, always seemed yeah. to be outnumbering us at every contest outside yeah. of the midfield. They, they, Werribee just held sway the entire day. They got Mind out. you, they were terrible in their forward line. Well, yeah, no, they didn't take advantage all the time, but they, they got out to an early lead. Like, if we didn't get take, uh, taken on the counter and mm-hmm. leave them with acres of space yeah. when no one was within cooey of their forwards, they yeah. found it very difficult to score. But, yeah, but that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Because but, we got exposed regularly yes. in that, just that manner. I don't know how that is. Yeah. Well, it's what we like to was do. Was it Endeavour? Anyway, they'll, they'll turn up much better against... The dogs, and we're at home, so we've got that home ground advantage this week, don't we? Because yep. it's not like the dogs have been playing there for three of the mm. four last weeks, is it? Literally we- played there last week <laughs> to qualify for this semi. <laughs> so I don't know why why that ground. They could have picked any ground, right? Yeah. Well, we probably get payments, do we, for them turning up and playing on that ground? Oh, well, that'll, that'll help the redevelopments, I guess. Yeah. That'll be nice. But anyway, uh, Look, I-, I think I'll attend. It'll be good. Yeah, well, it's at a decent time, 11.30am at uh, Box Hill City Oval this Saturday. Uh, in terms of our chances, well, we lost to the Bulldogs, I think, recently, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, fairly non-competitive. I was there too. Yeah. Well, okay, well... Oh, I'm the... I'm the, 
I'm the ver- I'm the key variable here. Yeah, the, the IV, the independent variable, they call we, it in the Let's just world. get into context, though. We did have nine, or was it nine changes in the end? It well, could it have, been have been ten. ten in the end, yeah. Ten changes to the lineup. Yep. You don't win if you do more than three in AFL, so I can't imagine how many it is in VFL. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and that is the trend as much as... The talent that we brought in was, on paper, excellent. Hmm. But I we mean, lost Meek. We lost um, McKenzie. Yes, there's a question about that later, which we'll get to. But, yeah, McKenzie just didn't qualify. No, because did Meek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we had, what, Long, Ramsden, Ryan, Bramble. Yeah, well, all mentioning, sorts of guys mentioning Ryan, I mean, he went out of the game after he got that laceration to his finger or did he dislocate yeah. it? Oh, oh. I think there were two separate things. He had well, a dislocation separate... and a laceration. Because he, he looked really good at times. Yes. He looked like he was just about to take the game by the scruff of the neck. I was thinking about him today in terms of, you know, remember Jackson Keller. Maybe this is the sort of the forward, forward depth we've been searching for for a little while. He certainly shows a bit more promise than Keller. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I get excited about Brandon Ryan. Mm. The mobility is a little bit of an issue, but the strength compensates for it, I think. Yeah. He's a great contestant. He's also mark. got very good timing. Yes, that's true. So there it is. Uh, Footscray, 11.30am, Box Hill City Oval. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Or I want us to start well, because we didn't start well against Werribee, and they got out to an early lead, and we just never, never were able to recover that. They won by 20 points, and there was a section of the game, I think the third quarter, where we hit back... With three goals in the blink of an eye, and it looks like okay, well we've got a pulse here. We here. come, but uh, no, Werribee the whole game, every time found an answer. Yep, responded. Yep. So look, we have to start well. It's something Box Hill are not very good at, and uh, against a team that you know will fancy their chances because they've they've got a good record against us. Footscray, I think they absolutely destroyed us last year. Right on their home deck. So we'll see. Hopefully, Bennett and O'Sullivan are back. And then that night, you went down to Frankston. I did. I was in the Guard of Honour. Where? Yep. And so was everyone else. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I signed up to be part of it, me and my girlfriend. And when we got there, we were approaching where we needed to be. And a staff member is making a beeline for us. It mm. comes up and is like, we're just trying to get people to be part of the Guard of Honour. Would you be keen? We're like... That's where oh, we're we have been invited. <laughs> That's right. Would you like to see my credentials? Yeah. So I think they were recruiting on the night, and yeah, like it was, it was quite a good atmosphere. And did you put your hands together and do an apex so they all ran through it? <laughs> no. Which is how, to be honest, That's I would love that. Footy. That would be great. Oh, come on, <laughs> do a bit better than that. No, they had the flame jets going and the fireworks. It, it was- actually produces heat. Yeah. Which is probably well, flame kept you. you warm for a couple of seconds while That's you're down right, there. Yeah. Was it quite cold? Oh, I was okay. My girlfriend was struggling a little bit. It's, it's one of those things where, as I've mentioned it before, when you think you've dressed for the occasion and then it just goes to show within about two minutes, you realise that you haven't. Speaking of dressing for the occasion, mm. Jeffrey. Yeah, he was there. But he had a bloody Don scarf on. Uh, yeah. Well, quasi. Like, yeah. Obviously, didn't have bombers written on it, but well, it was he's not red really, and black. Yeah, he's not repping, is the point, <laughs> which is a little bit odd. Do we read into that? You only have to ask yourself, would Kenneth be that petty? 
No. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, see, for me, that was a rhetorical <laughs> question. Didn't he have the... Because I thought we didn't need to feel the didn't answer. Didn't he have the brown jacket and the yellow pants on? Oh, look, he might have. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that only if we win, he turns it inside out? Yeah, no, that was a golden jacket. Oh, right, okay. I'm getting confused with my jackets. Mustard pants, perhaps. That's why you have a napkin. Anyway, uh, what about <laughs> the performance... Ah, uh, look, there's still issues. The forward line's a big issue. They the did improve team. as the game went on, though. Yeah, they did. I, I think they they scrapped it out. I, I find their willingness to hit the contest is very variable. And it's frustrating. I don't know if that's a focus or concentration thing. Is, there, is that across the group or yeah. particular people in the no, group? No, no, no. no it's, okay. it's all across. And, We're and... not going to hang anyone out to dry <laughs> their neck? I mean, I, I probably could, but I'm not going to be that harsh. Yeah, a couple of flash goals, though. Yes, yeah. Snap from the forward pocket. One from 50s, nearly post high. That was extraordinary. That was uh, Brownie yeah. playing full back. <laughs> Just sneaks forward and from the arc goes bang. That was brilliant. That was my favourite goal it, of the that, night. I think that, yeah, because that's a, that's a Hawthorne trait. Yeah. Langford, Crowed. <laughs> then there's Johnny Hay. He used to do mm-hmm. it as well. Now I've got Brown doing it. I love it. It's a bit of a historical connection. But I, I did see uh, this phrase is ruined forever. So I say right in front of me. It's yeah. that one Crows guy. I can't say it anymore. Yeah. I go right in front of me. <laughs> there, there you go. There it is. Um, just some of the efforts where I felt like communication lacked. Yeah. So intent and communication were both highly variable. <laughs> I noticed that there, there were times where our players seemed to all look at each other. It's like, I think it's your turn. Mm-hmm. I think it's your turn to go. It's like, no, nah, it's all, all of you. Just... Well, at least one of you crack in. This is just a little, what do you say? Warm-up? Yeah. Yeah, they, but it was Essendon. They're going to get used to being es- a team. And- oh, it was Essendon's warm-up as well. Ah, look, it's a bit It's a bit tough. They've only got 10 weeks. What happened with our VFLW coach, by the way? Who resigned out of nowhere, I'm yeah. not sure. It's a bit odd, the timing of that. Yeah. I'd like to get the lowdown on that have to look into it. But um, um, I thought they were quite good, to be honest. And it, yeah. it certainly improved from last year. In terms of oh. the ball movement. And- yeah, no, there's some stuff about system and structure. The, the amount of time is where we just had no one to kick to. Um, How did the Brizzy recruits go? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Bates is clearly already, you know, just slotted into this team and was clearly a standout. And as you'd expect from a woman who's been best and fairest for the league, mm. uh, boom recruit. She's fantastic. There's no problem there. But I, I wonder if there's... Um, an issue with the plan, the system, the structure. There's so many times we just... This will sound harsh, but I was trying to keep track with my girlfriend of possession chain. Mm-hmm. Barely could get two going. The amount of times we would instantly turn it over or kick to a pack and lose the ball, it just... Yeah. I've got visions of you taking an Etch-A-Sketch. Is that how you do the possession chain? What are you talking about? <laughs> you sit on the sidelines with your Etch-A-Sketch and you draw the possession <laughs> How do you follow the possession chain? Um, do you cool. just have a hand out going, that's one, two, three, we always lose it on the third touch? What? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain this to you. It's counting. You just count the number, how many yeah, times you I get look, a touch. I look at the play and I see we have the ball, we kick the ball, there's a mark, okay, there's one. Yep. And then usually we lose it straight up. Oh, okay. So it's not even... So you don't need the edge sketch. No, I think you're overcomplicating <laughs> it, frankly. Um, so that's a problem. That's a problem. And and when we do look really good, we're surging forward and then, 
you know, quite often the Bombers would have two back in space and we didn't have any players there. I'm like, okay, so it takes our whole team to win the ball back to the extent that then we've got no one to kick to. So it's pressure on the ball, it's pressure on the ball carrier, and then yeah. they've got to run and spread. Yeah. But they back themselves to just intercept along. Yeah. Yeah. Ball. So uh, Essendon were the better team. Like they deserved to win 19 points. Seemed about right to me. They got they had that flurry, I think it was in the last quarter, where they really put some separation on us. So I thought, yeah, that was coming, unfortunately. And look, we have the dogs at Mars Stadium this week, and who knows? I mean, the dogs got belted by Geelong, so... Absolutely belted. Yeah, so I don't know if they're any good yet, but... Well, we had a bracket game against them and only went down by two points. So, yeah, we're, early we're, days. Early days, but we do have a much harder fixture than last year. Yeah, woefully inaccurate that day as well. So if we get our kicking boots on, we could probably snare a win. Uh, so that's this weekend. Uh, also coming up this weekend, Saturday, 12pm at Action Indoor Sports Tullamarine. So we're staying with Tullamarine, in fact, is... Uh, it's an all-Hawthorne grand final. Sorry, what? In the Victorian Blind Football League, it's Hawthorne Brown versus Hawthorne Gold. So we just call that off and walk away with a cup? (laughs) Why not? Either way, we're getting a cup. How did this happen? I'm not sure. I know one of the teams, because they finished so high, automatically qualified for the grand final. Right. And then the other earned their place. And then that's how it is. It's a brown and gold premiership, either way. Do you reckon we can do this in, like, the AFL? (laughs) <laughs> okay well what are we doing we come on i reckon box hill could give north and probably <laughs> west coast a run for the maybe moment. on their day yep gotta probably. say though Werribee as a standalone club that was pretty impressive they've been pretty impressive all year they're, they're undefeated streak of about 16 now so yep it's gonna take some stopping but anyway good luck to hawthorne brown and Hawthorne <laughs> gold who's your money on <laughs> hawthorne <laughs> <laughs> Very short odds, unfortunately, but you're talking about heading down to, to Box Hill. Did you head down to, uh, and we're not going to go into a full-fledged recap of the game, I'm, I don't want to talk about the Freo game. Oh, you that, don't? Well, no, and I don't think anyone wants to hear us talk about it. They don't it. want to hear about how good Liam Henry was and yeah, we'll get how to much that. abuse your your post about him has copped from Freo supporters? Has it? Oh, what? You're not aware? No, So Liam Henry was at their club at about the age of 13 all the way through. And now he wants out, and they feel... Yeah, I saw that coming from sections of the uh, media. And his grandmother replied to the post, and she said, I hope he does, because he barracked for Hawthorne as a, as a lad, well, and then everyone piled on her. Really quite geez. awful. All right, well, I'm, I'm normally really on top of the social media stuff, but I've missed all of that. I don't know how. <laughs> this is what happened when you're laid up in bed with nothing to do. All right, there it is. So, <laughs> Jeez. All right, well, I, I didn't want to bring up Freo, but... I wanted to check. You you went to the last game of the season. I did, yes. Yep. I came back and I saw three quarters in the end, so not bad. How many from Hawthorne? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure I saw the best of us. Listen. Put it that way. They were totally done for the year. Yeah, they were. They they were checked out. Yep. Or checked in on their flight. I don't know. (laughs) Wherever they're each going. Yeah, Yeah, off to Europe. Although a few of the blokes were representing at the uh, AFLW and the the VFL. I think uh, Day and McGuinness were both out at at Avalon Mm -hmm. watching the Box Hill boys. Uh, But the point is, we turned up to the final game, got a decent-ish crowd. I think it was 27,000 in the end. Not amazing, but it's Hawthorne Fremantle. What do you expect? But the point is, mate, we've averaged the club more than 50,000 fans at the MCG this season. Mm -hmm. First time since the 3 era. 
2015. I find that astonishing because the number of times I went to the G and the car park was shut or the train systems were down. Yep. How on earth that happened? Yeah. I reckon there must be like a, a 10% error rule in that. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I can't. So Hawthorne's fudged the numbers. I don't believe it. And I also don't believe the 104,000 for Collingwood. Do you, do you believe that? I believe a lot of people have poor taste. That's. Yeah. I'm sorry. How many people fit in the G? And how many people are they prepared to sell memberships to if they know they can't satisfy them? Oh, that's besides the point, isn't it? It's a wonderful it's, little scheme they've got going. Well, it's revenue. You're not going to cap the memberships. Oh, why not? Okay, they're going to be disinterested in money then. Well, that, that might as well be what you're saying. At some point you have to cap it because not everyone can go. What are you giving them? Bloody e-membership. You can go to the special part of the website. Well, it is up to the supporters to decide whether there's value for money or not. <laughs> the club can keep on offering and offering, but at a certain point the, the members have to decide, look... Just struck me as odd, that's all. Okay, all right. Well, Hawthorne has over 80,000 members again, 80,698 for for the 2023 season. Now, this is hugely commendable, the the MCG attendance, but also the membership as a whole. This is a year which we're under no illusions, derided by some, or at least one, as tanking, throwing away the season. It's a nothing year, deliberately setting out to lose. But then, even that, that's one extreme. But even if you ease up on that, what you could say is, look, this is developmental. You know, we are trying to build again. This is not a year that's going to be characterised by a huge amount of success. And yet, our fans show up. Mate, people love an underdog. I guess they do, yeah. It's a very Australian thing, isn't it? And this is something we spoke about at the start of the year. You want to be there at the beginning of these stories. Mm-hmm. This is the time to get on the bus. Yep. Got to be on the ground floor. Got to say you were there so you can be cool. Remember that time Tyler Brockman looked really good for us but then walked out of the club? <laughs> How do you feel about that? You seem salty. No, nah, no. Nah. Nah, he's doing it for the right reasons, isn't he, Fa- family? Yeah, you can't really complain. The motivation is completely fair enough. It's, Hawthorne uh, have done everything they can to make it as easy as possible for him to have a great family life here, but he still feels that... It would be easier in Western Australia. Yep, and that's completely his prerogative and obviously disappointing for Hawthorne, disappointing for Hawthorne fans. So, you know, we're throughout this year only growing more and more attached to him throughout. I think we saw some good signs. but He's got, he's got an amazing ability to um, be involved in, in very good scoring chains. Yeah. He doesn't get a lot of it, but he has that ability to... To get the right options. They can bob up and kick two or three out of nowhere. So, look, whatever happens for Tyler here, good luck to him. Um, and the other guy here that conflicting reports around what's happening with Denver Granger Barras and whether he's on the trade table or not, certainly have seen reports suggesting that Hawthorne are willing to deal. I'm sure Hawthorne have... Like, this is why we talk about untouchables. There aren't that many on the list. Mm, that's right. So whatever the clubs want to talk about... They're going to be listened to. Oh, yeah. Hawthorne... And Hawthorne don't want to pillage their draft stocks either. Correct. So there are... I'm, prepare yourselves. There are going to be some much-loved characters yep. that may be going elsewhere to get some high-quality talent in. Now, one of the things I, I like to read about was Nick Haynes. GWS, oh, yeah. he's about 31. But they're paying him a fortune and he's not in the best 22. Mm. Would you take him on and GWS's first round draft pick? I like the the draft pick better, please. Yeah, well, that's the Bose deal. <laughs> Explain. 
Well, remember, Bose, nobody actually wanted him at Geelong. They just wanted the pick. <laughs> yes. Nobody actually wanted him at Hawthorne. They just wanted the pick. This is so I remember. Yeah. Yep, yep. But the bloke's older with less future. Yeah, I'm not interested in a 31-year-old. That's, but the pick. Yeah, the pick, certainly, yeah. If, if it's a we package... We've got the cash. Yeah, if it's a package deal, and uh, fine, whatever. Right. If that's what needs to be done to get the pick, fine. Well, you get that pick in, and now you've got that pick, but you've got Nick Haynes as well. Yeah. Now you can take that pick and go, hey, doggies. I'm not going there. It's, yes. it's just, it, they've shut it down. Stop going on about Bailey Smith. If it's you not happening. A, if, it, in life, if people deny something, <laughs> believe it. So this is all to say that he's definitely on his way out. I'm not saying that. His agents categorically denied it. Who's his agent? Like, Paul, not, Paul not, Connors. Not Pickers, is that his is name? It? Oh, no, okay. it's it's no, it's it's Connors, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, no, ba- Bailey Smith. They've. It felt like in one particular day last week, everyone involved moved to shut it down. Like he's not going anywhere. Required player. Agent said it. Club said it. Teammates, I think, debunked it. Anyway, I could be misremembering that last part, but there was Dolby surround sound <laughs> saying "Tis." Shut the hell up. It's not happening. <laughs> so uh, I, for one, welcome Bailey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if it doesn't happen, it'll happen at the end of next year because he's unhappy. Yeah. Either they get rid of him now at the highest value Yeah. or they do not. It'll either be him or the coach. Very intriguing situation there. Uh, Liam Henry brought up before. He's apparently in Hawthorne's sights. Uh, he has announced, he has declared officially that he wants out, that he wants to move to Victoria. Didn't waste any time. No, well, he was probably... He was the first. Yeah, I was going to say he was the first one to really make that noise in the trade period this year. Uh, so Hawthorne said to be the front runners. There's some interest from a couple of other clubs. What are but... we going to have to give up, though? This is why I'm looking at these GWS deals. This is yeah. You're going to do a future... Second, future first. He was pick nine. Probably hasn't lived up to pick nine. Well, I looked at his um, average stats via the AFL app and below average, below average, below average. Yeah. All of it was below average. So I'm like, oh, Freo are in an interesting spot here. Let's see what they can make of this. Who who else wants Liam Henry? I believe it's Essendon and St Kilda. I believe they're the other two. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're a wingman and you and you want to play at Eddie Hat every week, then... <laughs> You see my point. Yes. Right. But anyway, there is the question of what can we do. Look, Tyler Brockman, DGB, both linked to WA, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't have nothing. We don't have no hand to play there. But then there's a question of... Oh, I can hear a pick one. Well, exactly. I can hear a pick one. You know, Hawthorne are maybe not the best placed to snare pick one from the Eagles, but they're, they're not entirely powerless either. They could snaffle it. So don't rule that out yet. Brockman, DGB, uh, pick three and a future first. Too expensive? Yeah, yes. Too- <laughs> <laughs> but that's that would be our ultimate play. God, that's uncomfortable. It is. I understand. It just depends. We, we need to know what kind of bullshit charity that the AFL is going to give <laughs> North and West Coast. Yeah, that's right. That's we, right. We're like a blind man in a dark room at the moment. Can, can I sell you on that equation? <laughs> sell you on that equation. Brockman's gone. DGB hasn't lived up to pick six. I mean, DGB is never going to live up to pick six by this stage of his career, really. Like even, okay, so you think they're being too harsh on What him. about Wiedering, pick one? How do you feel about that? Mm, he, yeah, could okay. be, he could be in part of a premiership by the end of the yeah. month. But I, I'm just trying to 
I'm trying to cushion the blow if we did that deal. I don't Speaking think... of cushioning the blow, <laughs> how about a new rat? No. Is an emphatic no online. Oh, I put the poll up. It's like seventy-two. No. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I'm speechless. Why? I cannot believe how much Hawthorne is rumored to be throwing at Asava Radaglia. It's a long contract. Yeah. For a lot of money. Yes. Tadpoled. I mean, he's been educated in one of the greatest defenses in AFL. Okay. He so- can't be too bad. Okay. And we don't require him to market. We just require him to break even, right? Apart from the fact that he doesn't gather the ball between his knees very well. Is that is that what... Below his knees even. Is that what... How much was it? Seven mil? Or yeah. seven years, five... Whatever the equation. Is that what that buys you? Someone that, oh, it's okay. We don't want him to market. Piss off. They're not paying that money for a player. We're going to make those sorts of concessions. No way. In theory, he's good. But I just don't see it in practice. I'm not for that kind of coin. Where are you going to get a big fella like that who's I know. quite manoeuvrable? Yep. He's on the open market and you don't have to train him up. Yeah, I understand. But it's so expensive. Is it? Yes. For him, yes. I don't know. He's he, not, he's not he... anywhere near elite, Tiz. Come on. Is that elite money, though? I would say so. That's not really. Regardless of if we can afford it or not, that's a lot. Mate, you give him... What, a mil for the first two years, right? When we're not paying anyone much. And then he's on very low amount for the rest. Unless he gets up and leaves. It also means that, you know, if he does get up and leave, you're not paying that much of his contract anyway. He is potentially one of the highest paid players at Hawthorne if he, he arrives do ruck on that. as well. And comp wide, yeah. when the dust settles on the trade period. He's probably the most high-profile move that any club has made by by wealth, by value. Okay. that's It's a Sava Radicalea. It's, yeah. it's absurd. What are you talking Look about? Look who he's got in front of him. He's got a four-time All-Australian player playing in his spot. He's never going to get past him. We don't know how good he is, is what I'm telling you. Now, I'm being Dell's advocate because yeah, yeah, I are. very much doubt that we're going to get the payout out of a Sava. Of the two of us, you are the gambling man. And that is a huge roll of the dice. It's like, yeah, no, he just hasn't hit his straps because there are players better than him. Well, one particular. Yeah. Right? I don't know. In in terms of structure, it makes it a lot easier to pick the squad. If we went this way, and I agree, and I see the merit in it, if we went this way... He's also a swing man. Do you like that word? Do you want swing man? (laughs) No? Okay. Back to the trade radio. Do we have a swingman in the team currently? Well, we do, but they won't do it with him. Sicily, apparently, only swings mm. to the midfield. Only that far. Doesn't swing forward much anymore. Yeah. Scrimshaw, you would have noticed, is a swingman. Is that all the buzz we've got there? Or are we going with uh, GF number two? Exquisite play on words. That <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Two GF, GF two. Really? Thank you. Thank you, I'll be here all week. Oh boy, please don't. Uh, versus Danny Nong, 29 touches, 3 marks, 6 tackles and 13 rebound 50s. Yep. Playing himself into some uh, decent form at exactly the right time of year. Or the wrong time, hey Mark? Mark McKenzie probably wants to get on the blower and tell him to settle down. It's we like, know how good you can be. <laughs> Mate, we, we nominated you as part of the academy... Obviously, we're pretty keen on you. That's a blank check, mate. So just settle. Yeah, ju- yeah just settle down, all right? Because okay. otherwise you'll be snapped up by a different club. Or Dodoro. Oh. So- <laughs> oh. 
That is a cruel face. Well, I mean, he's done it before. He has. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one to do it to us. Anyway. Uh, and Will McCabe, he looks like he's bounced back from his injury. 17 touches, six marks, three rebound 50s, four inside 50s, two clearances. Yeah, he's had better games, but on return from injury, I'd say that's pretty good. It's all about getting that Dersma mm-hmm. in the first round, don't you think? And then just picking up, well, Will McCabe when he's bid on. Yeah, those are probably it. the priorities at this stage. If, if nothing changes as far as our draft position, yeah, you'd say you'd be looking at... Would be really keen on Dersma and then McCabe. And there's one other fella, hmm. Paul Deer's boy. Kulsha. What are we thinking? Well, I'll tell you what I was thinking looking at the... Because uh, <laughs> he can I, kick a goal. <laughs> kick 14 of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is in a lower league, obviously. This yes. is yeah. So he absolutely dominated, but he, he loves a goal, Kulsha Deer. Versus the Western Jets, he had 10 touches, one mark, nine hitouts, four inside 50s and two goals. That's a... Uh... Pretty efficient in front of goal. Yeah, I mean, this is continuing, again, a good run of form, which has people chatting at the moment about the prospect of him being a late father-son selection. Very emotional story, Nick. Mm -hmm. Indeed it is. It'd be good. I want it to happen. Yeah. But as always, uh, you know, when it comes to father-son picks and having draft capital, our priority is Will McCabe. Yeah, but you look, he might be a rookie pick. Yeah, no, it could be. It could be. Depends how many delistings we're having. I've noticed a couple of clubs are coming up with their delistings. Geelong and Essendon. Now, I, we had a question about this. I think it was from Shana, one of our listeners, Shana, who said, oh, you know, you're going to have to watch out for delistings, expecting that we record our podcast and a lot of breaking news comes through. In previous years, we, correct me if I'm wrong, we tend to wait until we do wait PCM, a long time, don't we? Yep. So you get the Peter Crimmins, and then I think it's usually the week after I that. I think they usually look at it as the Peter Crimmins is, you know, the point at which we'll let... Like, the players probably know yes, who's yeah. being delisted. Yeah. It's, it's no shock to them mm-hmm. after the Peter Crimmins, but then it's announced. Yeah, which I think is um, decent. I, I think it's a good form of the club to say, look, you've, you've been here... Mm-hmm. You've been part of this journey. This is our big night of nights. This is a huge event for the club, and it's to tie a bow in the year that was. So, please, you're still welcome. You're still part of the family. After that, thank you. Best of luck in your future endeavours, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I think if I had to guess, I'd say that's how the club goes about it. And if that's the case, well, I approve of that. I think it's decent. Put it this way: it's better than say Essendon, who love a delisting before the season's done. Yeah, you got to be pretty unlucky as James Stewart was, to get delisted before the end of the season. A little bit unlucky. He had two years to run on his contract. And he still wants more games at other clubs. Yep. So, Hawthorne? Please. <laughs> now. Uh, I know uh, how to push your buttons. <laughs> we'll get to some social media stuff before we hit up some red time questions. You can help us spread the word about the show. The best way to do that is to leave the podcast a rating or review wherever you're listening to this. Maybe it's Apple Podcasts, maybe it's Spotify. We'd really appreciate it if you could spare a second to do that. Meanwhile, as always, we'll be riding the bumps with a grin over the off-season, throughout the AFLW season, and throughout the VFL final series. You can find us on our various social media channels, and we'd love to have you on board, whether it's Twitter, 
or X as it's known, Facebook or Instagram, hop online and join the conversation. And finally, we'd like to extend a huge thank you to our proud, passionate and paid up Patreon subscribers. We cannot emphasize enough how much you play a role in making the podcast everything it is. We just put up some brand new bonus content exclusive to subscribers. So while tears you were out of action, I got to work. Jason, who's listened to your latest efforts, which Mm. is what, readings from The Rat? That's right, yeah. Well, I decided that we should introduce a bit of a... You know, an audiobook corner for the podcast, for the Patreon subscribers. Because we've... Mate, I've got like a, a cardboard box here. And it's to the brim full of Hawthorne books. Our, our library is ridiculous at this stage. <laughs> so I thought I'd just uh, read some excerpts. And when I talked to you about this idea, you said, Oh, you're not going to do the rat, are you? And that's exactly what inspired me. Oh, <laughs> is that... Did, I'm not sure which stories you included. I imagine you did the expurgated version of, of the rat. Well, I, I chose a chapter that I thought people would be very interested in hearing about, and that is the one pertaining to the 88 and 89 grand final. To which Jason, who's a listener and subscriber, said, uh, 88, 89 grand final wins hard as nails, and what a joyful time. He watched it from a hammock amongst the tropical palms in a Darwin backyard. Jeez, that's all right. With a bucket of prawns, a case of VB, and uh, he said... Thank you for the episode. Brought back some great memories. That is a hell of a way to ring in a premiership, isn't it? That is the Australian dream. <laughs> I mean, certainly it was in the eighties. I imagine. I don't know what it is now, but that still sounds incredible. It does sound good. Bucket of prawns is, uh, I think, the key phrase. <laughs> yeah, on you, Jason. Anyway, we might make that a bit of a series, not necessarily just the rat, but uh, some audiobooks. A bit of um, Hawk Talk podcast audiobook corner. Yeah, Did I get happen? to read foot ballistics. What the hell is that? Uh, it's a statistics book. Oh, I remember that. About football. I can yes. read out the tables. Oh, yeah. No, that'll... <laughs> that'll rate. If you need a soporific. <laughs> something to go to sleep by. ASMR. HTP ASMR. <laughs> there it is. There's the, there's the concept. Anyway, the point is our subscribers really help us out and we like to reward them with bonus content, this time being an audiobook type thing as we dip into the Hawk Talk HQ library. You can check out all the details at patreon.com slash hawktalkpod. All right, now on to the red time items. Yeah, we've got a few listener questions here. I just thought we'd blaze through to to end the, the episode on a bit of a high. Tiz says, do VFL umpires cost more than AFL umpires? Can well, we Tiz. ask the Werribee Football Club? You thought it was quite biased, did you? Not only the commentary. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I took more issue with the commentary than the umpires, but we did struggle. Absolutely, to... we struggled. I think we got one of the first nine free kicks. It was bad from the outset, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, on to Neil's question. Yes. Cam Mack seems to have slid down the list for inclusion in the senior side compared to his draft cohort. How's he going? Any worries there? He notably didn't play for Box Hill this week. So that's because he wasn't... Yeah, he's just not not eligible, so there's no worries there. He hadn't played enough at Box Hill. I think his trajectory's really good. Yeah, uh, safe as houses for mine. I'm not concerned. I think he He did get a couple of big knocks later in the year. Yeah. And then he sort of slowed down a bit. As with a lot of new guys, bulk will be the priority in in the preseason for him. Will they? (laughs) Well, he's bigger than he was. (laughs) He certainly is. Still slight. I, th- I reckon perhaps he should spend a bit of time with, with Birchall and Xavier Ellis. I was going to say Mitch hitting Lewis. Up the, hitting up the KFC. Oh, Mitch Lewis, that was yeah, great. When get the Mitch Lewis diet He got happening. sick of eating. Did somebody say KFC? 
<laughs> Mate, how bad is the KFC sing-along? All about Friday no, night footy. I, it's the end of the season and that is behind me. Oh, okay. That's not going to come back next year. There's no chance, right? Well, especially if we don't play Friday nights. Well, I mean, we haven't and they already made us sing it. This question from Fusa. Who on our current list is a lock for our next grand final tilt? Where are the gaps? Oh. Key, key position <laughs> stocks, I would say, at either end. Oh, yeah, I saw Fusa reply this question. Yeah. And this is the stuff that summers are filled with for Sam. Mm. Uh, we can't do this question justice in this little moment. No, no it's, it's but, broad, broad brushstrokes at the moment from us. But, yeah. Key position. The spine, obviously, incomplete, especially yeah. with Cozzy without a contract. The the snarky answer is we're 16th, everywhere needs a bit of improvement. Do you think we've been written up too much in the last month? Is it a bit no, like no. Collingwood in the last week? No. All the no, interviews no. and how well they've done this season, etc.? No, this season for Hawthorne, it, it, justifiably optimistic is what I'd say. That's how people are feeling. It's, it's deservedly so that people are buoyant about Hawthorne. This was a tick in many ways. It was a developmental year, and we got a lot done. And no, obviously 16th on paper isn't great, but you know you have to watch Hawthorne. That's you have to watch the bottom teams if you're going to measure them by well, they lost this many number of games. Or you have to analyse. Okay, put it this way: How were we losing games towards the end of the season compared then, to the start? Yeah, there's a huge difference. All right. Well, let's go with the forward line. Yep. Mitch Lewis. Are any of them locks for the grand final? Well, Mitch Lewis at this point. You reckon he's a lock? He's, he's, he has, what's he done? He never gets more than 15 games into his, well, well, out can, of his body. That can change. Oh, look, we can only work with what we know so far. Okay. And he is an essential part of this team. What about more? Well, I'm not saying... Well, you didn't mate, say... Mate, my answer was not Mitch Lewis, but not Dylan Moore. I didn't say that. But you, you, but you omitted him. And that's all no, that needs you, to happen in a grand final you side. Asked me who. You just need to be a minute. Oh, my now. God. <laughs> you asked me who, and I gave you a name. You gave me one. Yeah. Who's, who's to say I was done? All right, keep going. Dylan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, Moore. Anyone else? Locks? I'm going to have to assume that Bruce isn't going to be around. That's right. Not anyone that I'm... Would you say that the midfield is the best yes. part of this? Yes. Uh, wow. Newcomb. Imagine, imagine us hearing ourselves. I know it's incredible. At round, and, and that is why this at round one, and that is why twenty twenty three is a thumbs up. You it's need not, another wingman. Yeah, that that is true. What 100%. else do you need? Uh, well, again, key position post, but no, I, no, I, I, in the midfield. On oh, the midfield, well, Amon's a lock. Yeah, he's one wing. Yeah. Uh, no, we we do need another wingman. We don't have that at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be looking for that. Where are you redeploying Ward then? Because he's been quite <sighs> yeah, good on the ring. I know. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. And the back line? Well, Sicily. Yeah. Hardwick. Well, Sicily, you know, he'll be touch and go to make that. Come oh, on. Depends how early it is. Okay. Yeah. Sicily, Sicily, Hardwick. Yeah. Hardwick. Um, oh. Really? Who am I missing? Who am I overlooking? Surely Wordle. Oh, it's too early to say he's a lock. Come on. Nah, he'll be around. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope you're right, obviously. That's three or six. Look, oh, as, you know, Fusa challenges to say who is a lock for our next grand final tilt, there can't Rucks be... Rucks won't be touched. No, there can't be that many. There can't so be that many locks. We're are we, are we, We're not looking like 90%, though. No, of course not. So that was just bluff. Well, he's in a better, better position than us. 
right? Well, I mean, he could determine it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he can... <laughs> he can control it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, he has greater insight. Does he? Well, he's the coach. He has to have greater insight. Otherwise, he's not there. Doesn't mean he's not wrong. Well, he could be wrong, but his faith can be misplaced. At the time, our reaction was disbelief. Well, it's a, 90% is not a small number. No. It's... And based on what you'd seen from that season, you're like, well, it's not hopeless, but I don't know about 90%. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, this question from Fitbod Dad Tips. Where does Jekka sit with the club? Feels oh. like they're moving on. Well, there were some moments on the weekend where I could have moved on myself. I felt that about DGB, but then he had a reasonably good game. Yes. As a defender, not as a forward. Did you think so? Oh, look, he... One-on-one, he was excellent. He took some good relieving marks. Yeah. They didn't play well. No, no, Box Hill didn't play well. Uh, Jekka, I would love for us to retain as Can we just keep him on the list one more year? Yeah, please. He's shown more than uh, Seamus Mitchell did in his time. (laughs) Well, yep. Seamus Mitchell has come from the clouds. He's the yardstick. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets an extension. So, I don't know. (laughs) He'd never delist anyone. Yeah, look, Jekka deserves one more year, I think. he's, he's, He's good depth, if nothing else. I don't. He does some dumb things. Yeah. But most most of the time, he uses the footy pretty well. Yeah, I, I meant body positioning and things like that. Or mm. anyway, he's a little subject to pressure, as we all are. I would not be surprised if that was it. I've called it from way out that he'll he'll have the Dylan Moore, Seamus Mitchell path, where he'll be delisted and then rookied. Right. So I think that'll still happen. Uh, Tom asks if there's any realistic chance at getting pick one in. If not, potentially pick four from Gold Coast. I think one more really strong draft hand is needed to cover some serious list deficiencies. I agree. How much are you willing to give up for pick one? Well, that West Coast idea that I floated before, I think might be overs. And I'm trying to convince myself that it's not. Well, you get something coming back the other way, don't you? What, is another player? What if I said we get pick one Mm. and... Uh, and like a late pick of some kind. And Liam Henry. Well, I am aware he plays for Frio and not yeah, West Coast. Yeah, yeah. thank you. We're yeah. not just amalgamating the whole state. <laughs> well, I mean, what's involved then in that case? Who's getting what from us? Uh, well, we lose... Let's say that Brockman doesn't want to end up at West Coast mm. because they're just a deplorably bad side. Reasonable, but Frio aren't necessarily super keen on Brockman, and yet, I've heard. DGB would be quite happy to play... Defence for West Coast. Mm. Okay, because they need a defender. We're giving up Brockman, DGB, pick three. To get pick one and Liam Henry. I, I think we would need to give more do you? for that to happen. Yeah, I do. What else? I mean, West Coast might get something else from... Uh, no, three I'd want a fair bit, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm. Remember, it's uh, Peter but Liam, Bell. But Liam Henry for... Yeah, Peter Bell. And then they had that crazy bloke in the crowd with the bell. Literally, he had mm. a bell in the crowd and he would ring it whenever he got the ball. So what happened with Siren Gate? <laughs> <laughs> that used to annoy me. Point haven't, is... Hadn't let it go yet. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, yes, Tom, yeah. We, we, I think we're we're a chance. I don't think we're best placed to get the I don't think one, we but, lose much out of doing it either. Well, that's, because, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm not... Because we're not taking a second rounder. Yeah. Because we're going to be getting... McCabe. Yeah, it's all in on McCabe. So if yeah. we can get pick one, go for it. And then who do we have? Who are we actually t- going to take with pick one? 
well, we've discussed this over and over again, how we'd be foolish to not take Reed. You're going all, all in on Harley. For, for the reason that you've said before, I agree with your line of argument. That I think West Coast definitely get rid of pick one. I'll try to get two picks in the yeah. first 12. Well, they're, they're quite keen on Curtin by all reports. So this question from Reese: what realistic goals should we have for next season? Is top eight still a stretch? I would say the aim is always finals. What what we need to do is really ramp up our scoring potential. Yeah. We need to be cracking 100 most weeks, and that, that'll be the driver. I think getting over teams that are around us on the ladder and not being troubled by mediocrity. You know, we show up occasionally for, for the big clashes that we're not expected to win, but we pinch it anyway. But then we struggle against sides that are not a finals chance. We, we need to get over that somehow. And start becoming a headache for more teams. Well, uh, you know, Sam is very good at being able to spot what's good in a good side mm. and kill it or deaden that point of difference in that mm. side, often with McGuinness. Yep. But when it comes to those unpredictable sides, and they're unpredictable, that's the mid-range. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, he finds it a bit tougher. Because it it can't be a function of the side, really, can it? Unless it's a psychological, they've got to get up for these. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's about the matchups, And there was there about, I would say, about five games this year where I was very critical mm. of the selection committee. Mm. And we probably didn't have much hope when we went into the game mm. because we were either too tall or the weather was against our picks or, yeah. you know. That'll probably get better. Are we going to lose Newman, though? Yeah, could do. Could do. Because he could go to Richmond if McWalter doesn't get the job, and I don't think McWalter will get the job. So I think Newman will be the new coach of Richmond. But I have been critical of our forward line this year, so we'll see how we move on uh, replacing him and what happens. I mean, he got the best out of Bruce. He got the best out yeah, of Mitch Lewis, hard. and he only had two games. He, yeah, he had no on. preseason under his belt. He looked really good. Both are champions, so wow. See, see me sneak that one in. Yeah. <laughs> this final question from uh, Northern Bullants closer to a flag. Yep, that's the Twitter account. Northern Bullants closer to a flag says thoughts on Brandon Ryan and how he's going to fit in next year. We miss him here, but it looked like he did okay for Box Hill on Saturday. What do we need to see from Brandon Ryan to for him to be a lock? Like, if Cosy doesn't get a contract, you're not looking past Brandon Ryan. He gets a game every week. Yeah, true. Taking his chances. Simple as that. Scoring. Beautiful kick. Yeah. He can find the footy on the lead. No problem. He can take a contested mark, but when he does, he's got to take those chances. It's simple yeah, as that for me. Yeah, but AFL's not that simple, is it? Well. He's got to he's got to make sure his man doesn't run off him. He might need to be play, put in the ruck at times. Yeah. Um, how are we going to manage... Uh, the meters that have to be done up the ground because I don't think Brandon Ryan has the gut running capacity to lead up to the wing mm. and back mm. many to- how many kilometers has he got in his legs? So he's yeah, going to exactly. need a big, big preseason. And I think thinking about this, you know, either Hawthorne they were very much in the line for Himmelberg. They didn't get him. Mm. Who else haven't we got? Lots of players. <laughs> it, it, it's quite a long list now, and yeah. we're definitely not a destination club yet, but. You know, if they're not keeping Cozzy, mm. I find that unfathomable, to mm. be honest, because there's nothing pushing him out. Yeah, it would be a, a massive roll of the dice, I think. Yeah. 
I know some people are very hot and cold on Cozzy and sometimes like him, sometimes not such a big fan, but no, you're right. There's nothing behind him. If so, uh, if you've got Mitch Lewis and, say, Brandon Ryan's out... Yeah, then what? Exactly. We yep. saw what happened when that happened. Yeah. And then we saw what happened when Cozzy was dropped to the seconds because he couldn't perform well with Lewis, Yeah, which was quite odd. I never really understood that. Mm. Um, but it didn't work. It's going to be... That forward line is really tough because we we don't do well with slow build-ups. Mm-hmm. And we've got to do well with slow build-ups to win a premiership. Agreed. Because if you're that good, they're going to go defensive. Well, exactly. And if you're that good, you find a way. Yeah, where but we... if your opposition is going defensive, they're not going to give you the gaps that we need to score and that we're no, using that... to score at the moment. So we need to find a way to get it That's done. That's exactly then. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Other teams have other strings to their bow. So yeah. simple as that. All right. Well, that'll be it for this edition of the Hawk Talk podcast. Mate, I think from here... Oh, no, no. What? Aren't we going to do tips for the finals? Oh, okay. All right. Thursday night, Collingwood, Melbourne. Now, first, mm. are they going to play Grundy? No. I reckon they do. Who's your pick? Collingwood. Really? I'm sorry. I didn't realize this is a test. Okay. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. All right. Is that because... Milksham's out? Sure. Oh, it's just a gut thing, is it? Yep. Bugger. All right. I'll take Collingwood just because I don't want Melbourne to win. That's just mm-hmm. a gut thing. Carlton, Sydney. Uh, Carlton. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Saturday, St Kilda versus the Giants in one of the least interesting finals I've seen for years. It'll be the most interesting for me. I'll be going. Really? Girlfriend's a Saints support. Now, actually, I've got a stat for you. Well, well for, for you to tell your girlfriend. No, this is going to be the worst thing I've heard. Go on. No, well, if they lose, say, <sighs> well, yeah. it looks like they're going to lose. Just be like, do you know what? You're very special because this is the first time that St Kilda have played more finals than they have had wooden spoons. Yeah, I'll probably keep that one on the down low, actually. <laughs> I read that myself today. Yeah. I'm keeping that one to myself. You don't think that's a great stat? <laughs> it's a depressing one, isn't it? <laughs> Thank God we're buried for Hawthorne. Anyway, who's your pick? Oh, I desperately want St Kilda to win. Do you reckon they will? No. Oh, gut-wrenching. I yeah. reckon you're correct, too. And uh, to round it out, Brizzy versus the power up there. Brizzy. Uh, yeah, purely because it's the Gabba, Brizzy. Yep. Who's your pick to take it all? Heart, then head. Okay. No, let, let me do it in my own way, in my own time. So St Kilda's oh, not going to win it. GWS pa- are not going to win a paragraph. it. Carlton's not going to win it. Sydney's not going to win it. So the bottom four of the eight don't win it? No. Okay. Carlton's not going to win it? No. They've got some of the best stats in the last two months. They were absolutely destroyed by GWS. Yeah, because like, they kicked the first two goals... They looked second rate. They look. They knew he had the Coleman. That was it. They didn't. No. None of them wanted to get injured after that. Got to get serious. Always got to be serious heading into finals. I think Brisbane. I think Brisbane's a really good shot. Collingwood Brisbane Grand Final actually. Yeah, I would like to see Brisbane versus Carlton. Oh my god! Okay, with Voss up against his old mob. <laughs> and, and then I'd like to see Fags celebrate on the G. Okay, again. So there's your there's your heart scenario. What's the head scenario? 
The head's still Brisbane. Anyway, mate, the grand final is some ways away. And I think, you know, we might either do a preview or a recap, but until then, we'll take a little bit of a breather. It's been, you know, 23, 24 rounds of footy. Yep. (laughs) That sounded like you were still sick. (laughs) So I think it's, you know, I think we do take a bit well, when, of a Well, I mean, when you bit. put it like that, it's, it's quite a while. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we'll still be online and still follow us on the socials. We'll be covering what happens in the VFL, the AFLW, you know, all the, the trade whispers, which I know you love, all the Bailey Smith news you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, patreon.com slash hawktalkpod with bonus content as well. Because, you know, in the off season, we like to make that more of a priority and reward our subs. That's a big part of the off-season. And it's more fun, too, when there's no time restrictions. Yeah, like you've got you to tide it over, you know. The off-season can seem awfully long. So. It is. Have you looked at it? Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Hey, we haven't booked anything for Gather Round again yet. I've been looking. I've yeah. been looking at accommodation. Keen as. Is it a shack on the beach in Adelaide or something? It's right near Easter, too. So yep. It's going to be really affordable. Who do you reckon we play? Where do you reckon we play? <laughs> Oh, we'll be at that shack on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be at Norwood Oval again, won't we? Yeah, I reckon we will be. Well, Hawthorne want want to play at Norwood. Yeah, don't you want the the gate of the Adelaide Oval? Surely probably, you want that. Probably be uh, West Coast or something. Yeah, actually, it's probably not a bad call. North. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> they do want people at the game, Nick. <laughs> Anyway, that'll be it from us uh, for now. Obviously, keep in touch with us. Can you imagine Clarko and Mitchell in that small little grandstand? Oh, my God. Does Norwood have the uh, the structural integrity in the walls to house Clargo? <laughs> oh, oh, now it's open slather, is it? Did I just call him Clargo? I think I did. <laughs> oh, I did enjoy them winning that last round. I really did. Avoiding pick one. Pretty funny. Classic Clarko. Can't <laughs> tank. He really hates the draft. <laughs> Anyway, that'll be it. The Talk Talk Podcast. We'll be back to recap everything eventually. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.